Good morning. Welcome to Bible and Breakfast. I am your host, Bethany Ryan. Um, I'm going to read to you today from the lectionary. Um, Today is Tuesday of the fifth week of Easter. Yep, still Easter. Happy Easter. Um, And I will talk a little bit about the readings and help you digest them a little bit. Um, Our first reading today comes from the book of Acts, chapter 14, verses 19 through 28. In those days, some Jews from Antioch and Iconium arrived and won over the crowds. They stoned Paul and dragged him out of the city, supposing that he was dead. But when the disciples gathered around him, he got up and entered the city. On the following day, he left with Barnabas for Derb. After they had proclaimed the good news to that city and made a considerable number of disciples, they returned to Listeria and to Iconum and to Antioch. They strengthened the spirits of the disciples and exhorted them to persevere in the faith, saying, It is necessary for us to undergo many hardships to enter the kingdom of God. They appointed presbyters for for them in each church, with prayer and fasting commended them to the Lord, in whom they have put their faith. Then they traveled through Pisidia and reached Pamphylia. After proclaiming the word at Perga, they went down to Italia. From there, they settled. They sailed to Antioch, where they had been commended to the grace of God for the work that they had now accomplished. And when they arrived, they called the church together and reported what God had done with them and how they had opened the door of faith to the Gentiles. Then they spent no little time with the disciples. Their responsorial psalm is Psalm 145, verses 10 through 11, 12 through 13 AB and 21. Your friends make known, O Lord, the glorious splendor of your kingdom. Let all the works give you thanks, O Lord, and let your faithful ones bless you. Let them discourse of the glory of your kingdom and speak of your might. Your friends make known, O Lord, the glorious splendor of your kingdom making known to men your might and the glorious splendor of your kingdom. Your kingdom is a kingdom for all ages, and your dominion endures through all generations. Make for, nah. Your friends make known, O Lord, the glorious splendor of your kingdom. May my mouth speak the praise of the Lord, and may all flesh bless his holy name forever and ever. Your friends make known, O Lord, the glorious splendor of your kingdom. The reading comes from the Gospel of John, chapter 14, verses 27 through 31a. Jesus said to his disciples, Peace I leave you, my peace I give you. Not as the world gives do I give to you. Do not let your hearts be troubled or afraid. You heard me say to you, 
I am going away, and I will come back to you. If you loved me, you would rejoice that I am going to the Father, for the Father is greater than I. And now I have told you this before it happens, so that when it happens you may believe. I will no longer speak much with you, for the ruler of the world is coming. He has no power over me, but the world must know that I love the Father, and that I do just as the Father has commanded me. The Gospel of the Lord. So today we continue the speech of Jesus that I believe we started in my first episode or two. He reminds us, uh, you know, don't be afraid. And he gives us his peace. Um, One verse that has always been troubling to people reading the Bible is Jesus saying, for the Father is greater than I. That seems heretical, because, I mean, Jesus is God. He's, they're the Trinity. They're equal. Um, commentaries I have read this morning about it talk about how this actually can be spun to prove that Jesus is God. As if he was just a mere man, it, it would be silly to say something like this, that the Father is greater than I. Of course the Father is greater than you, because you're just a human. Um, but as God, he said it. Um, and it is only because of the incarnation that he can say it at this particular time. Um, As we hear elsewhere in the Bible, he was made lower than the angels, just briefly, um, to become one of us. So, it, it, this verse rather than creating problems for the idea of the Trinity, confirms the Trinity and confirms the Incarnation. The Not terribly surprising. I don't have much to say about the first reading. Um, I do recommend, if you can find a map of the journeys of Paul, it's just amazing how far he traveled in a time period before cars, before trains, before anything. I mean, he did this on foot and on animals. That is how he traveled. Um, and he made these journeys to spread God's word to the Gentiles. And it's just absolutely fascinating and amazing. If you ever want to think, you know, is Christianity true? You know, were people lying about the... Um, 
resurrection, stuff like that. Just think about that kind of thing. Think about Paul just traveling the whole world on foot. You don't do that for a lie. You don't do that for, you know, a lark. You do that because it's true, because you believe in it so firmly that it's inside you and it has to get out and it has to spread. Um, it's just, it's truly inspiring. I will leave you with that thought for today. Uh, remember that you are loved. You are loved more than you will ever understand. You are beautiful. You are in God's image. Um, God bless. And I will talk to you tomorrow.